All right, guys, welcome to The Doctor and the Dork. This is Frank checking in. And this is Olivia. How's it going, guys? This is our second podcast that we'll be doing. And uh, I'm very excited to be here yet again. We uh, finally got everything up and going with uh, Podbean. We got our account set up and uh, we got our email. We, I believe we did a YouTube, right? We have mm-hmm. a Instagram we're doing. We haven't done a Facebook or anything because, well, welcome to episode two. We don't even know if this is going to take off yet, guys. People don't use Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't even have one, so um all right, so we got a couple of topics we're just gonna hit on this week and uh yeah, just some more of our uh, I don't know, you would say your daily pet peeves and just general us bullshitting around and just having a good time. So So today we want strawberry picking. And I really love strawberry picking. But I am not gonna lie, I didn't I didn't love the orchards, which is only <laughs> ironic because Frankie really talked up these orchards before we got there. Number one, you had to pay before you pick. And I'll tell you why I don't like that, because Frankie doesn't understand because he's too much of a city boy. He doesn't pick <laughs> fruits very often. Because what if you pay and you wanted six quarts and you get out there and you realize there's no berries, or there's very limited berries. Oh, there's bad berries? Yeah, usually... No, I didn't think about that. Usually you pick, and then you bring your quartz up, and then they weigh them. And then based on if there's great picking, because, like, there were a lot of berries. Maybe I would have picked eight quarts if I didn't have to pay beforehand. Also, next time, I'm just going to get one quart, bring in a grocery bag, and fill the grocery bag. Go fill all the other berries. Also, uh, the berries yeah. weren't very good. And they don't really check us on the way out, either. That was... Nah. uh not a great system. Yeah, you could just walk in with whatever you wanted. Honestly, we could go back with just the same ones we have. Yeah. We could have, like, another Definitely six could. quarts of strawberries. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, the jam. I want to know about this jam process. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I know you got this from your aunt. Yep. And uh, I know you're a baker, babe. Yeah. But I don't... Uh, I've never made jam. And yeah. all right, so take me through this. What are, you, what are you doing here? So when you get your jam recipe, there's two different options. You can either do the stovetop jam or you can do freezer jam, which is kind of like doing the minute pudding rather than normal pudding. So I do the real jam. Okay. So it either takes two quarts or four quarts, and I'm not totally sure which one it is, but I think it's four quarts. So basically <coughs> you cut up all your strawberries and then you mush them with kind of like, you know, with those potato mushers that you get. So then yeah. you mush them. So you dice them, mush them. I like mine to still have a little bit of like the whole berry piece to it. Then usually you put in a ton of sugar. And I, the reason I think it's four quarts is because I know you put six cups of sugar in there. So there's got to be a lot of berries. And then you bring it over the stove and you cook it until it boils. And then once it boils, you add in so this, sugar. this like powdery stuff, which is essentially like what's going to make it jelly like a jelly formation okay what is it it's called sure gel sure gel kind of looks like a jello packet what so you pour that in where in nature did they find that and then (laughs) you let it out it's got to be like a rolling rolling boil for so long and then you have your jars already and you can probably just pour the dram straight into the jars um, but what I like to do is I like to pour some hot water into the jars first just so they don't crack because, like, the boiling jam's very hot. And mm. then while you're doing that, you're boiling the lids. And so Wait, by why? boiling the lids, it's supposed to help seal it better. Oh, okay. So it's supposed to be either you can boil the lids or you can turn the jars upside so down. But I do both. I'm assuming you're tightening these on with a giant oven mitt? 
How are you getting boiling yeah. lids onto your well, jar of boiling berries? <laughs> I'm just... Uh, that th- This sounds jar. like a shit scenario, I'll be honest here. The berries, by the time you get them in the jar, they're not too hot, hot to touch. And usually the lids boil, and then I put them on like a dishcloth and let them cool down. Oh, okay. So and we're not just going lid right into it. You put it. it on top, and you screw it, and then you turn it upside down. I usually wait till the next morning and turn it right side up, and then it should be sealed. So if you compress on the top and it makes that little... Sound, and then mm-hmm. that means it's not sealed. The snapple sound? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, that's it. All right. So, that's what's... So, apparently, we're going to have some jam. When, the, when is this going to be done, babe? This week, I think. Because I want to give your parents a jar before they go back to Florida to look like a, a nice domesticated Ah, woman. yes. My domesticated <laughs> girlfriend. Yes. But Great the week. best part of jam cooking is you never have enough to, like, completely fill all the jars. Like, you always got a little extra. And to have, like, a little vanilla ice cream with some of that sugary oh, hot jam on top. You don't need that. Mm, all right. You're yeah. a sugar addict. You're <laughs> bad with sugars. You are caffeine. Hey, um, you got anything else to add about the strawberries? Did you no. taste the strawberry yet? Yeah, I had one. They Did were good. Did you think they were a little lackluster? I thought they were good. Right. Maybe I Maybe I just had a good one and you had a bad one. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm kind of excited to get the jam. So we'll be able to talk about that next week then. Yeah, for sure. I'll be able to put that on my sandwiches during work. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, guys. All right. We were leaving the uh, the orchards. And I have to say this is just in general. And I think this could just be a Connecticut problem. Or maybe it's like a coastline problem, like the northeast and the west coast. Because I know California's got some real shit drivers. But so does New York, Connecticut, and the rest of us over here. Um, but, like, what kills me is uh, when you're on the highway, I have to say my number one pet peeve, right, is just bad drivers. Like, just bad driving in and of itself for me is actually, like, a very enraging experience. I don't even understand how I can get so frustrated so quick. And, uh, yeah, it usually ends in a slurry of swears and wishing horrible things upon someone else, to which I quickly... I'm like, oh, well, I'm what's a shit your, human being. What's your least favorite thing that people do that they do when you're like, your blood pressure goes from 120 to 220? Okay, so it's the number one thing is going to be yeah. not going faster in the fast lane. Mm. Now, I'm not looking for people to do like 80, but I'm for sure expecting, like if the speed limit's 65, at least be cool doing 75. Like I can live with 75. That is, in fact, I'd be better with 72. 72 just, I don't know. It's an even number. I can go with it. Oh, no. I don't know. It's a weird, complex thing. That we don't need to get into. Yeah, no, I don't know. Just anal retentive, I guess it would be. Um, But, yeah, so, like, 72, 75, perfect. But here in Connecticut, we get people who seem to think it's cool to do 10 under the freaking speed limit. And it's just the worst experience. I mean, so for my job, I have to do uh, HVAC controls. I drive all over the state. And so I'm all over our highways all the time. I'm always, and I live in the middle of the state, and I have to go to like the edges of the state. Now, for a lot of you, you're gonna laugh. Connecticut's tiny. This is what should be a 40 minute drive, but I'm telling you what, when it takes you two and a half hours because dipshits one and two up there couldn't help but play bumper cars on the highway, is just the most infuriating thing for me because I feel like I'm wasting my whole life in a car, and it is like actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's my rant on that. Yeah, huh. you're pretty passionate about that. Oh, my God. I can get myself going on that right now. It's just, there's well, like a hierarchy to this. Let me ask this. you another question. What makes you more angry when somebody's going 10 under <clears throat> the speed limit in the passing lane 
or when you see a cop get out of his car to check people's speed <laughs> Okay, so that was actually next level trier. So today we're driving around and <laughs> we're going up to my friend's place to give him a hand with something and to go hang out in the woods for a bit because he has a nice property out in the middle of nowhere. Well, on the way there, we're on this, uh, it's one of our the routes in Connecticut. It's, it's slower. It, I think it's what, 55 or something? It was 65. You know, 65? The craziest thing that was if he went up just a tad to like where it changes to 55, he could have gotten so many more speeders. Right? So anyway, we're doing 72 down the highway and we see this cop blatantly on the on-ramp. Like normally at least they like hide a little bit. This dude is completely out of his car. <laughs> With his door wide open, like, with his radar gun slung through the door. And he's just getting everybody coming up the highway. I've never seen such a thing, even in New York. And they love catching I've just never... He must have been bored out of his mind. I've never seen someone try-harden that much. That or he was just trying to get people to see him. Maybe Maybe. he wasn't try-harding. Maybe he was actually... But what's funny is the person right after us, he gets him and probably gets onto the highway. But he's right behind us. So... I literally thought he was going to come get my ass for doing 72. I was like, damn, the day. This is the day, finally. It's been years since we I've been pulled over. We made it out okay. But no, we were good. He pulled over the schmuck behind me, which was like, that's hilarious because I'm pretty sure that guy was going the same exact speed as us. Mm. So that's just pure dumb luck. My question for you <clears throat> and our listeners is, what enrages you more out of... I'm sorry, Frankie felt the need to play with this. <laughs> there pen. was hair on the and pen. Now he has ink all over his hands. <laughs> like I could just wipe it elsewhere. And right. does that do the outside drivers bother you more, or do the backseat drivers bother you more? Um, the outside drivers bother me more than backseat drivers. Really, backseat drivers. Backseat drivers, you just drown them out with the music dial. Specifically, one's named Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yes, I am a terrible backseat driver. But I am also willing to drive everywhere myself. So that is the difference. Mm. All right. Because it would be terrible if I was a backseat driver and couldn't okay. drive myself around. That would be the next level annoying. Okay. That, I, when I imagine a bad driver or bad passenger, that's it. Shit, shit talker and can't take care of their own rides. So eventually through the road raids today, we managed to mm-hmm. make it to said destination. Oh, yes. So we were going up to my buddy's house. Um, (laughs) So we're going up there to help him install an AC in his window. And as I said, I do HVAC controls. I know what you're thinking. Can't any old schmuck off the street lift an air conditioning up and put it in their window? No, not (laughs) when you're trying to Frankenstein the living shit out of this thing. So, of course, uh, what two, uh, you know, a couple of hack tradesmen decide to do is we uh, get to ripping this thing apart, and we go, how could we improve this, as backyard engineers we are? Um, So we decided ripping the entire control panel off the front of it and disabling the remote would be a good place to start. And then we realized we could hook up some relays off of one of our control boards and uh, route some power through there and found out all you really have to do is turn on your compressor and the three stages of your fan, which, you know, low, medium, high, so it's just speed settings. Um, but we figured out it was really just that and 120 volts. And, uh, You're surprisingly, boring the listeners. Yeah, no, I know. Literally nobody that, cares look, about everyone that. cares about this, all right? Mm-hmm. So we get done, and uh, truth be told, I'm not sure that thing's going to start. 
I told you you should plug it in and check it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had to leave that form after we got it into the wall. We had to get out of there real quick for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when that shit don't work, I was real confident with how we were going to make that thing work. Yeah. And, and what um, changed? Oh, man. I got home. I had time to think about it. You're such a goomba. And I bet he hasn't even tried it yet because it's not hot out today. No, no. He won't try it for a few days. But no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You um, But yeah, so we uh, got done wiring that up. So this is all done wiring up. And we're actually out there to go up to my friend's cabin. Now, he has this beautiful plot of property that his family has taken decent care of. And, uh, and by decent care, I mean they haven't put, they haven't leveled it. They take, they take great care of it, I would say. There's a lot of uh, trees. There's a lot of trails. And uh, it's really nice going up there. And every once in a while, we like to go up and hang out at their cabin that they've been so nice to let us stay at. And uh, it is really nice. Um, I believe it was his father who built it, or his, his grandfather maybe. And uh, it was just what we're actually up there for is to get up there and try out the new hammock that we just picked up. And uh, we just picked up this double-wide hammock. <laughs> All right, what, are you taking a tally of my ums? And, uh... And, uh, yeah. All right, I know I'm repetitive. Jeez. <laughs> so we're up there to try this. <laughs> now so you got me all self-conscious. we got the hammock up there. And he set it up. I think it went pretty well. I don't, I don't know why you wanted to put this on the talking point. What is there to really talk about? I'm just excited to have a two-person. Oh. So for a lot of you out there, if you do any camping or if you like hammocks. So one person, cam, one person hammock, I have to say, is awesome, right? But don't you ever like try and cocoon yourself and there's like you're missing like an inch or two of cloth and you can't really cocoon yourself in real well? This double-wide hammock, I have to say... I got it under the guise of I could use it for Olivia and I, but the truth is I wanted to be able to wrap myself up like a burrito in that thing. Classic. What a all nice right. guy. Look, you can have my single one, all right? You all get your own hammock. All right. But I just really wanted this double wide, <laughs> and I in my head I'm too cheap to, like, buy another one. But mm-hmm. if it's for us, I can justify it. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I got you. You're going to use yeah. me to justify your Yeah, purchase. use you to justify my spending uh, okay. needs. All, all right. right. I'll yeah. take it. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was very nice on the hammock situation. Didn't you like the cabin though? I mean, I don't know. I think it's real nice. I mean, we even have to bring our quad up there, and uh, Olivia here hasn't tried that yet. But getting the quad up there really upped our experience. Last time I was up there with my friends. Yeah. No, I haven't quadded. No, but I mean, it's nice. Yeah. What's nice? Oh my God! Really gonna play this bit now? Quad? No. The cabin? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast? No, the definitely trails up there. Podcast. Yeah, okay. no, this is, you're killing me. We're definitely going to need an editing team at the end of this. <laughs> All right. So, next up. Um, After we went to the hammock and they installed this AC, we played a little tennis. Oh, yeah. I lost, you know. Is it hard for anyone else out there when, like, you constantly lose, but you're a good sport, so you keep playing even though you know you're going into every single game with a loss? I bet some people were on some high school teams where that was the situation, you know? Like, you're going to go in and you're going to give it all you got, but it's just not going to turn out (laughs) good, you know? See, I feel like I'm getting guilt-tripped here because I went in there and kicked your butt. I think he had a lucky night. He had... I was on... I have to admit, I was on point tonight. He had a lucky game. uh, 
unlucky game. It was awesome. Nothing but skill. No, I'm just kidding. I'm probably like the worst tennis player you're ever going to bump into. I have second worst. Uh, uh, <laughs> the tennis courts that we play at have cracks in them. Oh, yeah, And they it's are always bad. windy, so it's kind of like a football. You know when a football rolls and you have no idea what direction? Like, you're ready and you think it's coming towards you, and then the way it rolls, it's like a goes football? the other direction. Yeah. Have you ever watched a football roll? I mean, oh, when they're tumbling end over end after, like, a kick? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So that's how playing tennis in these conditions are, because it hits one of those cracks, and, like, you thought you knew what direction it was going to bounce, oh, and yeah. then and suddenly just it's not Complete opposite anymore. direction. Yeah, it'll hit a, an edge and just bounce the other way. Yeah. We played tennis earlier this week, and these pro tennis players came to play in the court next to us, and I immediately... The 2% of tennis that I could play went out the window because I got so nervous that they were like, right. why are you guys even taking up space on the courts right now? Yeah, by pro, we mean they showed up with tennis rackets in bags, <laughs> right? Clearly, I think they were probably, like, just out of college or something. They, they were right around our age. Yeah. And uh, two of them started playing, brother and sister, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. But they were clearly instantly better than us. And yeah. by clearly, I mean... They were just hammering this tennis ball. And, like, you ever seen a good player where they can get it to skim, like, two inches over the net? This was them. And they were just flawlessly every time. Meanwhile, ours are, like, baseballs yeah. hitting the left field. Yeah, we were having issues keeping it in the court, all right? Like, within the fence. Yeah, that was... That's <laughs> arguably 20 feet high. <laughs> yeah, so. so... And both of our performances definitely immediately tanked. Um, that yeah, was, I just needed to leave what minimal skill I had went out the window, but it gets better. So they, um, must've been meeting up with two more friends. So these two other guys show up also with tennis racket bags and, uh, proceeded to mid hit. They jumped in and started playing duos with the other two people. Like they just stepped right into it flawlessly Meanwhile, I'm whacking balls from our court onto their court. Yes, yeah. We're over here launching stuff onto their court. Though, in truth, they did to us first. That's I did feel much yeah. better because of that. Yeah, like, they did it to us first, so that, that's fine. But, uh, well, yeah. No, we've had a lot of time for uh, the tents lately, though. That's because yeah. I'm furloughed. Yeah, you've been non-working. Yeah, so um, the company I work for, Carrier, uh, recently... Uh, well, I, I say recently, but, uh, you know, COVID-19. So they ended up furloughing. So I'm happy just to have my job. But it's uh, a very nice experience, I have to say, because I had four weeks of vacation this year, and now I have seven. Well, I'm coming to the end of three of them. Um, but I took a week, uh, God, a month ago, I believe yeah, it was. It was May. about a month. Yeah. yeah, so it was early May I took a, a week. And then... Um, I planned my other two, so I ride a motorcycle. I got a BMW R1200R. That is like, I love that motorcycle. Um, well, so far this year, Connecticut has had probably about the most dog shit weather I can imagine. I mean, we didn't get spring until late May. Like, I would say like May 20th. Right around there, I remember yeah, it got yeah, distinctly it warm. Yeah, a long time, yeah. Yeah, it was like a very just dreary year so far and like you'd wake up and it's like 50 degrees mm. now anyone who rides knows it's so nice to get out on the roads before anyone else is out there mm. you get out there and you don't have to share the road with anyone there's no goofballs trying to 
hit you on the highway. So at least there's like a minimum amount of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, it really just uh, it kind of dragged on me this year because I think it was January, February, yeah, March last year I was riding. So. But anyways, you brought this up because you were going to oh, go motorcycling God. during yes. the furlough weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm ranting. <laughs> getting us back on track, that's all. So, yeah, so I've been furloughed. and uh, But, yeah, so I planned to, uh, the first two weeks of June, and I have to say it was the right move. I didn't get to go anywhere because of COVID-19, but I have gotten to go out on the bike almost every single day, r- besides rainy days. But even then, uh, we... Uh, we did our first rain ride we the did. other day. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. We were driving around the state. Very nice day up until that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and and the best part was Olivia makes that comment about the, oh, well, it's not going to rain. I said all the cars coming the opposite direction are dry. Two seconds later. Later <laughs> soaked. And it torrential downpoured. Yeah, it was very rainy. But all right, guys, uh, we got one last thing we're just going to hit on and then, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll move on. So despite us initially talking about all of this jam and me fantasizing over pouring some sugary jam over my delicious vanilla ice cream, we've been trying to eat a little healthy. We've been trying to do like this Mediterranean situation. I've been tossing in some intermittent fasting in there, you know. I'm down three pounds. Humble brag. I'm about to be an Insta influencer <laughs> model. No, Vicky. But anyway, you know. My motivation was we were initially planning this tubing adventure this week, weekend. The tubing adventure didn't work out, but now we have a pool party we're going to instead. So I still had a little something to, uh, I don't know, have some motivation for. And, you know, it's still early June, so something to encourage me. <clears throat> um, but anyways, this pool party situation, we're supposed to bring snacks. And I don't know how many of you are adults and you have to bring snacks. I don't know. I feel like my mother, when she goes places, it's just like she always knows what she's going to bring. And there's, it's not like this I hard, just... difficult decision. But <clears throat> every time Frank and I are supposed to bring a snack somewhere, two previous work parties, we haven't brought in anything because we can't handle the pressure of figuring out what to bring. <laughs> but I'm determined this time we're going to bring a snack. I, uh... Yeah, I agree we should bring one. And I you wish know, there was an easy answer, the, though, other than bringing your own alcohol. Because that's is, my go-to move. No, you can't. The, BYOB does not count as bringing a snack for everybody. But if you don't have a snack, then you don't really need to participate, you know? Yeah, I'm going to be eating food there, so. Duh, see, the you're issue. why we need a snack. The issue with Frank is if he brings a snack, he wants to have the best snack there. That's Where true. I'm just like, why don't we just, like, I'm thinking for tomorrow, why don't we just pick up some tortilla chips and salsa? And call it a day. That's fine. We're going to be outdoors. That's true. A little chips and salsa action. Or we could pick up like a fruit salad. Or something nice. make a fruit salad. We could make a fruit salad. Yeah, I could get down with a fruit salad. All right. Well, we could do um, fruit kebabs. Ooh, we do have the kebab sticks from uh, dinner the other day. Well, we'll figure it out. Anyways, I think that's really all we got for this episode, right? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean... Yeah, no, we got uh, snacks for the pool party. Yeah. But, um, all right. Well, actually, we need to go over... Did you end up setting the Instagram? Yep, so you can find us on Instagram at Dr. and Dork, and is spelt out, so A-N-D. And 
you uh, can also email us with any comments, questions, concerns, feedback at drindork at gmail.com. We'd appreciate any any feedback or anything you want us to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Well, we'd appreciate it. I, I suppose even, uh, you know, getting shit talked would probably help. Yeah. I mean, at least that'll let you know, like, where Someone's you need to listening. improve. Yeah. So, actually, yeah, the joke's on them. They they listened for 30 minutes. <laughs> so I guess we're the real winners here. That's true. So, I count it as a win. Yeah, I'd count that as a win. Um, but yeah, I guess that's really all we got for today. I mean, oh, we should talk what? on. We did say we were going to be doing our weekly hikes, and we did miss uh, our weekly hike. Yeah. Though, in truth, I think it was because today we were going to get our weekly hike in, and uh, instead we chose to play tennis, which turned out to be a good choice because we were. Uh, yeah, if you're looking to make friends good. and you're really bad at tennis and you want to play with us. Email us at Dr. and Dork. If you live in the area, we could always look for someone to get schooled by in tennis. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, guys. Well, we will see you around. Sorry for the short episode. We really tore through it today. I did. Ripping and roaring. All right, guys. We will catch you on the flip side. See you at episode three. Bye.